0: Have you guys ever had those moments where you think you see someone you know at a distance and so you wave or sometimes do something really weird? You know how sometimes you're like, you're like, why did I react that way? Only to get closer and realise that you don't know that person at all. This happens to me on the regular. it definitely does, and and there's, there's this funny transaction that takes place because then because of you know your reaction to them, then you see them in this dilemma because they're like, I don't know that person, <laughs> you know maybe they know me and I've forgotten, and so then you can what you know you watch them try and decide, do I wave back? and and then by this point you know that they don't know you either, and you don't know them, and then if they wave back, you have to like either put your head down and walk off or play along. And sometimes even chat. <laughs> sometimes I have to stop and chat. And it's like, how do I, how do I get out of it? Neither way is a win. It's not a win at all. Uh, you know, this happened to me uh, just uh, last Saturday. Actually, we were walking as a family down the mount to get an ice cream. And this girl, you know, she, she waves quite enthusiastically. And so here I'm thinking she must be one of our youth girls or young adults. And so I match her enthusiasm. With my wave, only to realize she was waving at my handsome son behind me, Um, (laughs) which provided the whole family with great entertainment. So, yep, you're welcome, guys. But I've kind of come to um, the decision that, you know, apparently it's one of the worst emotions we can feel is to be ignored. And you know, in Mount Maunganui is quite a small place, and we're quite a big church in Mount Maunganui. So I just assume that more people know me than I know them, and so I don't want to be a snob. I don't want people to feel ignored. So I've just had to learn to live in this risky zone where I just wave back to everybody, and just embrace the awkwardness when it happens. Um, actually, not too long ago, I was in I was in the warehouse, and I was walking around, and and I was kind of bent down to look at something. And then I heard in my ear behind me, hello, Veronica. And then I felt this massive slap on my behind. (laughs) And seriously, seriously. And so I just stood and I turned around and this poor man, he literally, he leapt into the system of container stack. I kid you not. It was so dramatic, which fell. And I just like had my mouth open and he just like bolted. He didn't stop to pick them up. But man, guys, like mistakes are made when we're at a distance. (laughs) Mistakes are made when we're at a distance. It's so easy to think that what we see is true until we get up close. It's so easy to think what we think is true until we get up close. Here's the thing. Of all the communities in the world, the Christian church, the Christian faith community is supposed to be the place that is the most forgiving, the most full of grace for our shortcomings, the most honouring of each other's gifts and roles, the most loving, the most unified in spirit. Of all the communities in the world, we are the ones that are meant to be the most loving with each other. It says in John chapter 13, verse 34, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples, if you love one another. And sadly, I've noticed that that is not always the case in church. Sadly, that's not always the case in church, you know, um, and it's not always the case in this church. I know I'm part, there are big pockets um, within Curate that are honestly, that, that is that community that I described. The most honouring, the most forgiving, believing the best, loving of each other. And I tell you, I am so thankful to be part of those pockets of people in this community. And it's incredibly beautiful, but it's, it's not the whole picture of faith. And I think it's so sad. You know, some of the meanest comments that I've ever heard about myself came from within church, comes from Christians. And that is not how it is supposed to be. It is not how it's supposed to be. And I'm so grateful that we're a part of a church that's so kind to one another. But gosh, we still have a long way to go. I think, you know, I I wish it wasn't the case, but I see within church, we can be so mean to each other. We can be so quick to judge. We can be so so resistant to, to extend forgiveness. We can be so unwilling to understand. And I think it's because we're deceived into thinking that what we see is true. I think we're deceived into thinking that how we see each other is how we really are. And there's a distance and there's a gap. And so my message this morning is called Move closer. Move closer. These are the words of Jesus. In Matthew 7 verse 3 verse 5, it says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? That sounds uncomfortable. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your own eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, then you will be able to see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So one brother thought that he saw the other brother clearly, but that brother was so, he had this perspective, he had this lens that he was looking through of his own perspective, of his own narrative, of his own hurts, of his own experiences. And through that warped lens, he pointed a finger of judgment at his brother. You know, Satan in the book of Revelation is known as the accuser of the brethren. So when we make judgments and conclusions and assumptions about people and we we judge them, and we, we, know, we know the difference between, you know, accusing, you know, uh, out of love, judging somebody, you know, pointing out the flaws out of love and out of judgment, two totally different things. So when we do that, whose spirit are we partnering with? I know it's not the spirit of Jesus. And, and you might be thinking, that's not me. I don't, no, I don't do that. But actually, it's not that hard to do. It's actually not such a big leap for us. See, I don't think any of us wake up and think, I just cannot wait to judge some people today. Like, did you wake up and be like, I cannot wait to go to church and judge my brothers and sisters? I don't think any of us do that. I mean, and if you do, hey, each to their own. Good for you. You can belong no matter what you believe. <laughs> yeah, just, just try it. See if there's life in that. I believe there isn't. But you know, I don't think any of us wake up thinking, I cannot wait to judge today. But then So with that pure heart, you know, we go to church, we go to our small group or we go to our team meeting and then then we see something in a leader or a person and you're like, well, that wasn't very nice. That wasn't nice at all. And then you hear a little voice say, that wasn't very Christian. They really shouldn't be a leader if they're going to behave like that. And subconsciously, we nod in agreement to that whisper, to that word. And right there, the breakdown begins. It's actually not such a big leap for us because we're flesh. And we think that we don't do it because we think that we see clearly. But actually, we're the guy with the plank (laughs) or the girl with the plank. See, we don't really know what's going on in other people's lives until we move closer. We think that we see, but there's this gap. And so the word that I have is we just need to move closer We've got to move closer to each other. In Romans 14 verse 13, it says, Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. I like the Passion Translation. So stop being critical and condemning of other believers. I like what uh, Brene Brown says. She said, it's hard to hate people close up. It's hard to hate people close up. And maybe we're good enough to not really hate people at a distance, but are we close enough to really love them? And maybe you're thinking, well, actually, Katie, I've found the closer I got to certain people, the uglier it got. Well, if that's the case, this is probably not what you want to hear, but it's in those moments that we need to move even closer. Ask them what their childhood was like. Ask them what their greatest fears are. Ask them what their relationships are really like. Ask them how they sleep at night. Because when we begin to actually move closer, what you're gonna find is compassion grows and the gap closes. See, our enemy, he wants division in the church and he gets it through distance. Jesus wants unity in the church and he gets it when we move closer to each other, when we bridge the gap. And maybe there's someone in your life and they just frustrate you. And you don't understand them and they rub you up the wrong way. Maybe God has put you in their life for a reason. And maybe you're not the only one that, 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 you know, creates a big, that you push away from them because of their behaviour. Maybe many others actually take a wide berth from that person because of their behaviour. And maybe Jesus placed you in their life to be an exception. Maybe He placed you in their life to be the one willing to go close enough to actually see who they really are, maybe their healing actually begins with you taking a step towards them. You know, this Buffet series is all about choices. And there's gaps between us. There is distance between us. We don't know everybody. We don't, even the people we think that we know, we don't really know what it's like to be them. We don't really know. And so every time there's a gap, we get the opportunity to have the choice. Do we judge at a distance? Do we create our conclusion? Or do we take a step towards them? What a brave and beautiful way to live. A beautiful way to live. Uh, you know, when, when Violet was a baby, um, we, we had begun pastoring uh, probably a year before that. And, and I was really not wanting to be a pastor to be honest (laughs) it was not what I was really wanting to do I thought Joel could do that and I'll support him and that should be sweet Um, but then no it wasn't apparently I had to do it too and so (laughs) and so after I had Violet I I, I was trying to step into this thing and and I was and I didn't have training and I didn't have experience and and I didn't have like the natural giftings and and I didn't have confidence and and I didn't have time I didn't have anything (laughs) And, and then I remember there was this, this, uh, woman and she came along and she was just really broken, really hurting. She needed someone to walk alongside her and so I was like, I'll do it. It'll be me. Um, which was a big thing for me, and so I needed to meet her. And so I had little kids, and if you've got little kids, you know, having child-free time is not easy to do. And so I had to book Charlie into you know daycare, and I had to pay for that, and we couldn't afford that, but I did it anyway. And and Violet was still being breastfed, so I'm pumping. Shout out to all the breastfeeding mothers who still work and you know get to appointments and things. That's hard work, guys. None of you have to pump before you leave the house. You know, like that's amazing. That's amazing. You just pick up your keys and go. But no, you know, incredible. Shout out to you. Um, and so, you know, so I'd done all of this to just to get there. And let alone the fact that I was so nervous that she would ask questions that I wouldn't have the answer for. Anyway, it's just, it took so much effort to get there. So nervous. And, and so we had this meeting and I honestly, I don't really remember. I don't really remember what I said, but obviously, she wasn't happy with me because um, she wrote this email to the church office and you know, cc'd and anybody she could, saying that <laughs> that she found me to be a pretty face with empty words. And and I was like, wow, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I thought, you know what, that comment could only be made from someone at a distance. See, if she had have asked any questions about what it took for me to get there that day, if she had have asked any questions on how I felt about stepping into this new role, she would have seen that though, hey, maybe my words were unimpressive, but my actions and my effort to get to see her wasn't. My point is, we don't know. (laughs) We think that we know, but we don't know. I um I was in the supermarket not too long ago, and there was this woman, and she was so slow and so rude, and it's a bad combination for me. <laughs> Two of the worst things, and um, and so I was making all of these judgments, you know, just in your head. You know, you just start doing that, blah 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 blah, blah. and then anyway get out to the to the car park and I see this little girl who's probably eight, ten, ten 10, at the most. And she's looking after this baby who has a feeding tube and her special needs sister. And I was like, whoa, that's not an easy scenario. And then out comes the woman that I've been judging, looking so worn down, so defeated. And I was like, dang it. I did it again. We don't know what people are going through. Even in this room, we're physically together, but there is distances uh, between us. We don't know what's going on in each other's lives. You know, there's a in the some rear view mirrors, they come with this warning and it says, it says objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. And I thought if we were all wearing glasses, we should have a label on them, a warning sign that says people uh, may appear closer than they actually are. Because I think so often there's this distance. We think we see them clearly, but we absolutely don't. And so as a church, I believe that God is calling us to move closer, to move closer in proximity towards each other, which is, you know, small group Sunday. If Like that is one massive step to moving closer to each other, to joining a group. Do you know when you're in a group that your small group leader prays for you by name? And that small group leader gets prayed for by name by the small group coaches. And those small group coaches get prayed for by name by the demographic leaders, and they get prayed for by name by, by staff and As soon as you take that step closer, you step into this community. You step into just this greater level of intimacy and towards each other. And it's a beautiful thing. So we can move forward and step closer in proximity, um, but also in heart. Sometimes we can't get, like it's not up to us, we can't get any closer. We can't bring people's walls down. But we can move closer in heart by assuming the best by celebrating them for their best and not their worst, by honouring them. And so that's what we're going to do.